My name is Mr. Cavey, and welcome to the Great Expectations podcast. You're about to hear from actual students as they discuss their reading and reflect on the connections they can make between their books, their lives, and the world around them. Stay tuned for some great book reviews. Hello, my name is Zachary. Today I read The Scorch Trials, written by James Dashner. I read approximately 32 pages. I've been reading this book for one day. I just got it today. If one is terrible and five is incredibly awesome, I would rate this book at four because I really enjoyed the first book and I'm really enjoying this one so far. The name of the protagonist in this book is Thomas. He is a glader from the maze who is one of the best runners from the glade, and he is called the Glue. In today's reading, the gladers were moved to a remote location, and they wake up with zombie-like cranks everywhere. Next, they broke out of a room, and they saw a bunch of dead bodies everywhere. After, they found a random boy who came from another maze. The first maze runner book, and one connection I can make to this book is the first maze runner book, because it continues the story and keeps the same characters. When I, th- when I think about this book, I felt scared that all the cranks came. I didn't like how graphic and in detail the book described the bodies, but I guess it's good that they do describe. I felt confused when they couldn't find Therese- Teresa. I really like how th- they found out there was two mazes, and it adds a whole other world to the story. I think that I will enjoy this book a lot. Thank you for listening to me. Hello guys, my name is Tay, I mean my name is Damien, today I read 20 pages, this book is written by Marcus Zuzak, and I read it for one day, and I've been reading this book for one day, and if one is terrible and five is incredibly awesome, I would rate this book out of 3.5, the name of the protagonist in this book is Miley Wonderwald, and he, she is brave and courageous, in today's reading I found out a out that the book was about World War Two, and I found out that that like there's some good books out there, and not every book is really trash. And I found out that I like to read. Um, one connection I can make with this book is my my grandma. Uh, she was in the war, so I, she told me some stories, and yeah, that's a connection I can make. When I think about this book, um, I, when I think about this book, I blank make personal collections how to you how do you feel about these events where do you predict the story will come from here right add at least five complete sentences using i messages i felt like her mom was gonna die when she got hit by the nazi i thought i was gonna cry because one part was really sad i felt really sad when she was talking about the war because my grandma experienced it and it was really really bad i thought like this story was gonna be like about a robber that just steals a book and they like confiscate him and just find out where he was and like take him in jail but it wasn't okay thanks bye hello my name is nolan today i read the red pyramid written by rick riordan 
I read approximately 23 pages. I've been reading this book for around four weeks, just because of uh, Christmas break. If one is terrible and five is incredibly awesome, I would rate this book out free, because I hardly understand anything that is going on in this book, because it's so confusing and it hasn't explained enough yet, and not enough action happens yet, but I feel like it'll get better. The name of the protagonist in this book is Carter and Sadie. He, says she, he and she are, uh, their appearance is Carter is an African Amer American and Sadie is European with red highlights in her hair. And they're both in their early teens. In, two in today's reading, Amos took them to the House of life, life and shows them to their rooms and says he will explain everything in the morning. Next, Carter sees Seth appear and talks about his plans when he's sleeping at night. Then he wakes up in the morning and go, goes down and eats breakfast. And, and Amos ex starts explaining everything which happened to them and his dad being a magician and about their heritage. One connection I can make to this with this book is is one way this book is connect connects with other books is Percy Jackson because it takes place in the same place and they both have ancient mythological gods and are written by the same author. When I think about this book, I feel that that, that the action will soon will become soon because there isn't enough exciting things going on yet though. I think that this is part of the part where they start describing what's going on. Uh, I think that they will have to go and save their dad and mom. After they save their dad, that they're going to go fight Seth together and use the power their dad received. I feel like maybe in the final fight, Seth might kill one of them again, like maybe Amos. Okay, that's my reflections on the Red Pyramid. Hello, my name is Megan. Today I read the book called Crazy Dangerous, and it's written by Andrew Clavin. Or I don't know how to pronounce that, but Andrew Clavin, I think. I read approximately 144 pages of the book so far, and I've been reading this book for about one month. Um, if one is terrible and five is incredibly awesome, I would rate this book a four because it is sun suspenseful and intriguing. The name of the protagonist in this book is, is called Sam Hopkins. He is a hero and very brave and kind. In today's reading, Sam was expected to show up to school and be laughed at, but instead he was congratulated for fighting Jeff. Jennifer visited Sam and told him about the demons. Mark and his buddies became friends with Sam and took him to the track meet. One connection I can make with this book is that Sam stood up for Jennifer, and I can stand up for people who can't fight back. This book is unlike any other book or movie I've seen, and that's why I like it so much. When I think about this book, I think about how a lot of people have mental illnesses. I feel propelled to stand up for the week. I know that Andrew Clavin uh, really thought hard about this book and the storyline. And I think about how people are always seeking approval from others. And I also think about how popular kids are strong kids that prey on the unpopular or weak. So that is my independent reading reflection on Crazy Dangerous. My name is Jeremiah, and today I read Lawless by Jeffrey Chalant. I read approximately 15 pages. I read this book for about one day. This is my first day that I'm reading it. 
I rate this book a four because it was really interesting and it was really good. There was some really critical things that have been revealed in the book. The name of the protagonist in the book is called M. Her name is M. Freeman. She's a normal girl that's been sent to an undercover school to become a criminal spy. In today's re- readings, M. Freeman was a normal 12-year-old girl when she, on her 13th birthday she was she got aware that she was going to be sent to a school named Lawless School to become a professional criminal spy. M. Freeman went to an interview with Mrs. Watts, the leader of the Lawless School. I'm not knowing why she was there. Mrs. Watts asked her a bunch of questions on if she was qualified for the Lawless School, and she was. Another event that happened was M's mom had to explain everything to her after the interview. M didn't understand anything that was happening. And at the time, it was very hard because M's mom had to explain to her about her father. One one connection that I made from the book is that I was shocked in the, I was shocked with, with my different Christmas presents. And Em was shocked about her her moving to the lawless school. I feel um one thing I feel bad for M because going to the lawless school she would have to switch her life to evil. I'm really nervous about what's gonna happen next for M. I, I I'm really shocked that she has no choice other than to go to the lawless school. If I had to put myself into M's shoes, I would be extremely scared. And I hope that M does very well in her law school. Thank you. Hello, my name is Darren. Today I read The Hobbit, written by J.R.R. Tolkien. I read approximately 30 pages. I've been reading this book for about one day. If, if one is terrible and five is incredibly awesome, I would rate this book out of four because I've just started. The name of the protagonist in this book is Bilbo Baggins. He says she is a hobbit, which is an intelligent being that is around half the height of a human. In today's reading, Bilbo meets Gandalf and invites him to tea. Gandalf invites dwarves over to Bilbo's hobbit hole. Dwarves play music for Bilbo and Gandalf. And one connection I can make with the book is I have had unexpected arrivals to my house. This book is like any other book that I've read it has because it has a wizard interacting with the protagonist. When I think about this book, I think that Bilbo Baggins will go on an adventure. I think that he will grow, grow to like Gandalf. I think that Bilbo Baggins will help the dwarves. I think that Gandalf will be important in this story. I think that the dwarves will drag Bilbo Baggins off to an adventure. Hello, my name is Leo. Today I read Mind Wars, written by Andrew Clavan. I read approximately 25 pages. I've been reading this book for about two weeks. Um, if I rate this book at a 5 because it's a very good book, full of action and interesting plot. The name of the protagonist in this book is Rick Dow. He um, is a former high school football player who has lost his legs in an accident. In this today's reading, Rick crawls through the sewers of the fortress to try to get in while alligator guards are hunting him down. The Traveler's plane has been intercepted by Kurodar. The Traveler is being forced to give up the secrets for, uh, in his computer or else many thousands of people will die. One connection I can make with this book is to, with Tomb Quest, as in both books, characters are forced to make hard decisions.
When I think about this book, I think about how hard life Eric's life must be. I know the dangers of going into the realm. I feel how Mariel and Ferelvan are trying to help Rick in every way possible. I think that the Traveler is a great man, and I hope that Rick's family will come back together. My name is Jenna, and today I read the book called Whatever by Anne Walsh. I read approximately 19 pages today, and I've been only reading for two days. I would rate this book out of five of four, because at the end of each chapter, it leaves with a mystery that I just want to keep reading more. That's really deep. But also, the author also writes very descriptively, and I love her authenticity. The name of the protagonist in this book is Dara. She is brave and quick to explode her anger. She is in grade 9 and loves acting. In today's reading, Dara starts her restorative justice circle. One of the constables asks questions about the day that Dara pulled the fire alarm at the hospital. Dara explains that she did it because she was filled with anger. She also explains how she believes that her parents only care about her brother and not her. After explaining this, Mrs. Johnson, the person who got injured when she pulled the fire alarm, feels some consideration and says that she just tripped before the fire alarm sounds. One connection I can make with is with the book Porcupine. The book is like Porcupine because the protagonist of the book, Porcupine, is also a teen girl and she feels that her parents show more love and affection to her siblings. Also, both the characters are experiencing some pretty depressing and unfortunate times. When I think about this book, I'm just thinking about how depressed Dara is. I just keep putting myself in her shoes and how angry she must be at her parents, brother, and life in general. Even though I can't completely relate to Dara's situation, the author writes just like I'm Dara's shoes. Next, I think that after what Mrs. Johnson has said to Dara, she won't have to go to juvenile camp and her parents will start to realize that they aren't giving Dara the attention that she deserves. My name is Rochelle. Today I read The Maze Runner, written by James Dashner. I have read approximately 52 pages so far, and I've been reading this book for a month and a half, but there was the Christmas break, so I only have really been reading it three times. Anyways, so this book, I rate it from one being terrible and five being incredibly awesome. I would rate this book at a four because it's a different type of book than there are a lot of the books out there. Its storyline is very original and I really appreciate all of the different things that the authors thought of to be putting it into a book. The name of the protagonist in this book is Thomas and he is someone he is someone who um, his memory was wiped. He's about 16 years old and he's trying to remember different things that he learned in the past and he is um, remembering little glimpses of different things, but there's still holes in all of his memories. In today's reading, three major events happened. The first event was Thomas learned about the maze and how it changes every day. He also found out that there are monsters in the maze at night called grievers. That is the first thing. The second thing was that Thomas was given a tour about the entire campus and everything because he just came a day before the the time of my reading. 
and he was given a tour of all the different areas, those four major areas, and he is going to be um, told what job he's going to be doing later on in the book. The third thing is that um, he came into like he came into this new area inside of a box, and there's one box given the same time, same day, once a month, but then there were just um, as I was finishing reading, another box came, which means that two boxes came two days in a row of new people coming to their area, which is very weird. One connection that I made with this book um, compared to another book is that in this book, there's a person named Gally who doesn't like Thomas. This can relate to many books and movies in real life because some people are just against someone for no apparent reason. But the um, connection I'm going to make is to the movie The Greatest Showman, because a lot of people did not like P.T. Barnum, which is the main character, because he was trying to create a circus and he was allowing people who were different to be in the circus. They didn't have anything against him personally because they didn't know him, but they were just mad at him based off the fact of what he was doing. When I think about this book, I think about secrecy. Because um, lots of times, he doesn't, he asks questions and then people don't answer them, and he just got there, I mean, it's like a new area, new everything, and so he needs to know. Um, so I'm going to just say a few statements that start with, I think, or I felt, based off of where I think the story will go from here, how I feel about these events, and different things like that. So, I could feel how confused Thomas was when he was looking at the monster flickering in the window, because when he was showed the monster, he had never seen it before, obviously, so he was just really confused with what was happening. It was really dark, and he was just, and it came like at the window, but the window didn't break at all. And he was just very confused with what it was, what it could be. I predict that Thomas will become a runner who goes into the maze because he says how he has this urge and he just feels like he was made to be a runner. He's going to be a runner. And so I just think it's like foreshadowing that he is going to become a runner and possibly one of the best runners and maybe find a way out of the maze. I think that Thomas will become a leader figure later on throughout this book because, um, even though he's new, I just feel like he's going to become one of the leaders and he's going to be in like the top secret learning about everything that's going on. And then he's going to be in the loop about everything that happens. I think that this new person in the box will be really special because if it came two times in a row, I think that they're important. Like they might be the last one. I, or maybe they're going to start doing it every day, but I mean, that's a lot of people. So I'm guessing it might just be like, who knows, or maybe there's something wrong with the system, and then it's actually going to be, like, the system broke or something, and then they're going to be able to get through the bottom of the box, because they're not able to currently, so maybe they might be able to. I could feel the frustration when uh, Thomas was asking questions and they weren't being answered, um, and when he was just like, just like necessities of what he needs to know about where he is, and they weren't being answered, and I could really, like, feel his frustration there. Also, when he was asking questions, he was told that he wasn't allowed to ask questions, which um, overwhelmed him a lot because he wanted to know more about this weird place that he was in. Thank you for listening uh, to my podcast about the book The Maze Runner by James Dashner, and goodbye.
Hello, my name is Gabriel. Today I read H2O by Virginia Bergen. I read a pot. Hello, my name is Brendan. And today I read The Corruptible. Written by Mark Monheer. I read approximately for today 20 pages and I just started to pick this up. If 1 is terrible and 5 is incredibly awesome, I would rate this book at a solid 3, because the book is new to me and so far it seems like the intro is already like a conflict. The book is quite flexible on the characters, giving each an easy to understand intro, such as we know the protagonist is on the lookout for a suspect for allegedly caught cheating. But I have had books with good introductions, but, both, but with a bad ending, and I have a feeling it's going through that. The name of the protagonist is Ray Quinn. All we know so far is he's a private investigator who was so far in the book taking on new tasks to find someone. In today's reading, we met, as mentioned, Ray Quinn, in action against his previous case, find a person who was a mad lad because he got exposed for chain by him. Ray Quinn beats his enemy and is saved by his friend that is named Crevice, who is also aiding him in the previous case. Ray Quinn is now met by a man who's given him a task to catch a guy named Logan Ramsey who's basically taken on some important assets from a company. One connection I can make with this book is that the way it starts is with a fighting scene. This reminds me of the If We Survive book, maybe the most common book I've mentioned, and with that, Raekwon is the protagonist has a fight scene with his enemy, just like Will Peterson in the book If We Survive, because we already start with a conflict, and not some cheery type of introductions. When I think about the book, I felt that this book's timeline is actually quite modern because we know that they've mentioned things like an expensive car brand, Lamborghini. I think that this book doesn't tell us how old the main character is, but we know he is using a cane. I liked how in this book, every character, even the ones that aren't important, are given an easy amount of description, which makes it easy for those who struggle to have an imagination in their brain. I just like, however, how it doesn't mention about much about our main character except that he's a private investigator with no like background except he was a retired homicide detective. I believe that this book has like major potential but it seems that it's going to start off strong and is most likely going to end up weak with a bad ending. Cave's class. Today I read Cross My Heart and Hug to Spy, written by Allie Carter. I read approximately 50 pages and I've been reading this book for about 20 minutes. If uh, one is terrible and five is incredibly awesome, I would rate this book out of four because it's kind of mediocre, but I like the main ideas. So, um, The name of the protagonist in this book is Cammy. She is a spy who wishes to be normal and tends to what others believe is a prejudice school, but is actually a school for spies. In today's reading, Cammy found out that her mother, who is the headmistress of the school, is actually hiding something from her, and they blocked out one of the secret passageways and gave an excuse, but Cammy knew that that excuse was not true. So Cammy was sneaking in her mother's office while they were having a lunchtime meeting. Um, we also got reintroduced to the characters, and uh, we kind of found out about their personalities. 
one connection I can make with this book with is um, that this book is pretty similar to the first book that I read in the series called I Tell You I Love You But Then I Have to Kill You. They both, uh, the storylines both revolved around the same person. When I think about this book, I think it's pretty cool. I feel like it has an interesting setting, but I feel kind of frustrated for the main character because she's in a pretty frustrating position. I would classify this book as adventure, adventure and I would probably finish this book. Thank you for listening. Hello there, everybody. So, um, hello, my name is Jacob. Today I read The Hunger Games by Suzanne Collins. I read approximately 21 pages, and I've been reading this book for about two months. Um, if one is terrible and five is incredibly awesome, I would read this book at 4.5 because it's kind of slow-paced book, which I don't like that much, but besides that, it is one of the best descriptive books I've ever read. The name of the uh protagonist in this book is Candace Everdeen. Uh, she is a very strong person who is going to the Hunger Games with a lot of strategy and is ready to fight her hardest to win. Uh, in today's reading, the first event that happened was the Hunger Games officially began and Candace got distracted at the beginning so she couldn't go to the middle and go for her crossbow. The second event that happened in the book was Candace made her run to the woods for protection and find a safe spot to stay. The third event that happened was in the nighttime. There was somebody lighting a fire, which is a very bad move because people can see you from all over the place. And Katniss ended up spotting them, but she didn't go for them. Um, one connection made with this book is sometimes you get distracted by someone else, like in a soccer game or something. So, like a parent standing on the sidelines, that kind of distracts me. And that's kind of like what happened when uh, Peta distracted Katniss at the beginning of the game, so she couldn't go for the crossbow. Um, when I think about this book, I think about uh, I think that Katniss is gonna end up making an attack soon because it seems like she's very hungry and thirsty and she might want to take someone out to get her own supplies from them. Thank you for listening to my reflection today. Is this thing on? Alright. Okay, so hello, I'm Ethan. Uh, today I read Making the Cut uh, by David Scooey. Uh, I read approximately uh, 200 pages. Uh, and I just signed it up from the school library today. So, uh, yeah, I'm a, uh, a fast reader. Uh, if one is terrible and five is incredibly awesome, I'd rank this book at four because it has a good plot line. I don't know what else to say. Uh, the name of the protagonist in this book is Charlie. Uh, he's a hockey player. He goes to this hockey camp that can only be attended by people with invites. So, yeah, I'll get into that deeper now. Um, in today's reading... Uh, Charlie gets an invite from his honky cap. It's only for the best players. That's cool, not cool, by the way. Uh, but he can't go because his mom doesn't have enough money to pay for Charlie's camp and his sister's drama camp at the same time. Uh, but if you've read the previous book in the series about their uh, the mom's cafe that got set on fire, then you'll know why they don't have enough money to pay for it. Uh, Charlie's sister uh, then gives up her drama camp so Charlie can go to the hockey camp. And then Charlie gets there. And uh, he gets sabotaged first day of, uh, on his first day of camp, like his um, his alarm. Uh, it doesn't get turned off, it just goes off late. Like he wakes up late. Uh, so he's late to the camp's day of training, like on the first day. Um, one connection I can make with this book is being sabotaged under the spotlight. Um, so pretty much like, you know, like you're at this like big tournament or whatever, and then somebody like steals your like basketball shoes or something, and then you have to play with like your slides, like your slide-on things, your sandal things, you know, 
like, yeah, that's pretty much being sabotaged. Uh, when I think about this book, I'm reminded of the people that have told stories about, um, I've told stories about them, like, being sabotaged at camp. And I felt like the plot line was too good to be true. Like, the author did a really good job. I think there should be an encore to this book. Like, not the series, but just this book in particular. I think the author did a good job, and I can't wait to read the other books in this series. So, yeah, thanks for listening, and yeah. Hello, my name is Tay. I read Stormbreaker today by Anthony Horowitz. I read the start of the book, 24 pages. I've been reading this book for one day. I rate this book 3.5 so far. The name, I mean, the name of the protagonist in this book is Alex Ryder, and he's a person who is really brave. In today's reading, the first event was that Alex Ryder finds out that his uncle died. The second event is that Alex realizes that someone is after him. The third, Alex Ryder is trying to find out who killed his uncle. I gave this book a 3.5, but I think the rising action will go up to like a 4.5 or a 5 because the book has a lot of action in it. So Alex Ryder's uncle, Ian, died in a car accident, but not really a car accident because there's gun holes through the window. But Alex doesn't think that someone shot him, so he's trying to figure it out. Thank you. Hey guys, this is Mr. Cavey, just thanking you for listening and joining with us here on the very first edition of The Great Expectations Book Reviews. Unfortunately, not everyone was able to get into this edition. It was our first time and there were a few little glitches here and there. So we're going to keep working at our process and figure out the technical side of things and even some of our delivery. But hey, We've got one in the books, we've published, we're up and running. So here we go with the Great Expectations Book Review Podcast. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe and follow along as we continue to publish more from great books here in our eighth grade class. That's it for now. Take care and we'll talk to you again next week. Bye-bye.